I'm getting there. It's loading. It's loading. I'm sorry. Damn, man. No, no, you're fine. Dial up, dog. AOL. (laughs) I hate my internet. (laughs) You know why? My internet, this is how stupid this company is. Okay. Uh My internet is connected to my television. Oh man! And like your cable, home phone. Yeah, sorry, my my digital cable is connected to that. <laughs> so this is some dial-up type shit. It's legit dial-up, and I'm like Rogers. Rogers is the equivalent to AT and T in the states. So like that's where I'm at. I don't want to cry. Oh shit! AT and T is to be like, I got to use the phone right quick. Get, <laughs> off, get off the phone, so I can use the internet. <laughs> literally, literally go off. But yeah, I'm open now. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Film Optics, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and everything pop culture related. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by the man himself, Devin, and two special guests. We have Leo from Geekly Goods and Amanda from Candid Cinema. And today we are going to be discussing Fear Street Part 2, 1978. But before we get into the introductions really quick, just wanted to let everyone know that you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet. And if you're a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Film Optics. That is optics with the next. And of course, let's actually start introducing our guests here. We have Leo from Geekly Goods. How are you doing today, man? Hey, what's going on, man? Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, I'm doing well. You know, just another day in paradise here. Black Widow shattering some box office records. So that is a plus. The movies are back, baby. They're back, baby. Hey. We back, y'all. Cinema, IMAX, man. And I'm glad for you, Amanda, that you're going to be able to go to movie theaters again because it has been such an experience getting to see this. And uh, shoot, Godzilla vs. Kong and so many other movies mm-hmm. back in theaters. Uh, it is so nice to be back, y'all. Like, what a joyous time it is. <laughs> yes, it is. And we have Amanda from Candid Cinema. How are you doing today? How, how's your how's your soccer team doing? Your football team. My football. Oh my god! I I literally haven't been this happy in a very long time. Italy won the Euro Woo! Cup, so it, yeah, I'm so happy. Um, I've been like driving around my area, honking Italian flags everywhere. It's like the place to be. So, oh, I'm ecstatic. But let's I'm, go. Let's go. I'm let's even more go. excited though to be here with you fine gentlemen to talk about Fear Street 1978. Oh, thank you very much for those <laughs> kind, kind words. It's spooky season. It feels like it's like right in the heart of October, but it's July. It's it's, it's Stranger Things season three all over again, because that released, what was it, July 4th, about a year ago. And actually, I think today, when my, through my memories thing on Facebook, I think me and Devin re- released our Stranger Things 3 review on this day in 2019. So that was a lot of fun. I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, oh, yeah, back when we were Broke Boy <laughs> broke boy Media, I think it was. Wow. Oh, yeah. Seems like forever ago. But Devin, my co-host, how are you today, man? It's a good day. 
It's a good day. Apparently, it was too long of a weekend for you. Should have, could have, should have cut it short. I don't. It, I feel like it's just I didn't do like I did a lot of errands. Like ran a lot of errands yesterday. Uh, went to the gym, but like that was it. It was, and I kind of just I didn't have anything planned. Like I was recuperating from last week from Fourth of July. That was a mess of itself. For sure. It literally felt like it was World War Three outside with the amount of like fireworks that were going on. But I did have a good time. It was just a lot. So I used this weekend to kind of just recuperate and chill pretty you watch much. Watch any Titans? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, thank you. Did you watch any Titans, Leo? <laughs> Far too much. How many, how many episodes did you blow through to get to get through that ending in, in one uh, sitting? So Thursday through Saturday, I blew through nine. Woo. I think you spaced them out more than I did because it was it was rough. It was rough, guys. Oh my gosh! And you know what? We're going to be back for season three, Leo. It's okay. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I, was, I was out from the first trailer. <laughs> I'm out. It's the closest thing we have to Teen Titans, y'all. Like it is, <laughs> mm, and it's not, and it's not, not close. close. <laughs> <laughs> like, they tried. <laughs> look, look. I watch Teen Titans go over this. Honestly, yeah, yes, I will, I will, because that was, that was very, very rough. And um, um, well, see, now I have to watch Superman and Lois myself. So good, dog. So good. I, I really need, to, I need a good TV show to get mm. into. Maybe after Sam and Cat's over. I'm just <laughs> I just keep falling into these Nickelodeon sitcoms like Do one it. after another. Do but it. yeah, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. But yes, uh, so to get a little bit back on track, we are gonna be reviewing the latest, uh, the second film of the latest Netflix trilogy. I think this is like the first time having like a trilogy trilogy kind of thing going on, like an event. Mm-hmm. Like this, as far as I can remember. Um, but yeah, it, let's get into our Fear Streets Part 2, 1978 review right after this. Hello? It's not over. You are our last chance. How do we end this? You have to go back to 1978. The first day of camp. All right, y'all. And we are back in our Fear Street Part 2 1978 review. Uh, we are going to do a little bit of a initial reaction first for those who haven't seen it just yet. It is available now on Netflix. But just in case you haven't you know, been keeping up with the Joneses, we'll do a little bit of a non-spoiler section for you guys because we love you that much. But I wanted to pass it over to Devin, give me your first initial reactions that I almost, almost spoiled for you unintentionally. So just go ahead and give me your thoughts. Yeah, sir. I survived that that spoiler, I guess. Um, I think it was pretty similar to the first one, just kind of a, a fun, fun horror movie, fun slasher type movie. I think I'm going to like the first one a little bit more. I don't really know what the consensus is, but I think I enjoyed especially the kills in the first one more they're more creative and entertaining than this one but overall pretty just entertaining fun movie sadie sink is great do we know if there's going to be a stranger things alum in the third one they've had 
one for each of the first two. <laughs> that is true. I do not know. Um, any guesses? Because <laughs> I, I was, what we were talking about what we said, Dustin or Caleb, possibly. Steve but, Harrington. That's what I want. Who? That'd be fun. Ooh. That'd be fun. Steve Harrington shows Oh, up. that would be good. Oh, he could have been, he been the killer in this one. That would have been cool. That actually would have been really nice. What? <laughs> I really don't know. I was very surprised to kind of, well, I was surprised to see Maya Hawk in the first one, but she didn't last very long. And then, of course, Sadie Sink with this one definitely still is a show. But before we get into my thoughts, I'll pass it over to Amanda. Give me, give us your initial thoughts of Fear Street Part 2. I actually enjoyed the second one more than the first one. I feel like the second one kind of found its footing a bit more. They knew what they wanted to do. And we also had the knowledge from the first one going into the second. Uh, so I think that helped it a bit more because we wanted to know about, you know, C. Berman and, uh, and that backstory and all of that. And it kind of felt like a, a ghost story in essence is like come around the campfire guys. And it was like that kind of feel, which I love because of camp Nightwing. So I really enjoyed that part. Um, but yeah, I just felt like the pacing was better and moved quicker. I love the kills in this one. I was like impressed. I was like actually like speaking to the screen and I'm like, Oh my God, they did this. Wow. This came out of nowhere. That looks cool. And I was just like very engaged while watching. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really fun. This one. And I like Friday the 13th, like paying homage to that. It's not my favorite horror film. So it was just weird that I enjoyed this one more than the first one, but uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I really love the soundtrack in this one. All the needle drops were perfect and there was vibing and yeah, it was good. All right. Leo, what about you? Yeah. <clears throat> I actually like the, <laughs> sorry. I actually like the first one. <laughs> Leo, was like, Leo was like mid slurp. He's like, Oh. <laughs> yeah, basically um i like the first one maybe just a tad bit more i think what i liked about the first one is the group was a little more enjoyable and so when they ended up dying i had like a lot more stake in that group because <clears throat> you had to like such likable characters in that one and it's not that people aren't likable in this but where i think this falls a little flat is in the middle Unfortunately, you have two big characters exploring a cave. And so whenever it kind of transitions back into that, for me, it kind of takes me out of it a little bit because mm. I'm just like, all right, I want them to be a part of the story. I want them to be a part of the the, the upper ground, what's going on, on on the land. They felt so far removed, but I did still thoroughly enjoy it. Great homage to um, to uh, Friday the 13th. Because of course, those are campfire camp movies. So it was a nice homage to that. I thought the killer was interesting. I like that it was like the sweet boyfriend. Like it's kind of like the one you would least expect. So I thought that that was like such a, a cool turn on the head there. And um, yeah, you know, I, I like the twist a lot because it even threw me through a loop. Uh, C. Berman, so I'm going to say, threw me through a <laughs> heck of a loop. But it was fun and engaging. And just like the first one, just all around a good thrill ride. I do think some of the kills in the first one are more creative. And then I love the needle drops in this one. So good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I would definitely have to agree with you guys on that because I, I watched the second one twice. I've only watched the first one once, but I do want to go back and watch the first one. 
again, because in our other, in our uh, part one review, me and Devin kind of went over it. I, I just, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I do definitely agree that it's, it's weird because like, there's a lot of things I like about the first one, but the second one, like, I think it was just Sadie Sink's like her performance itself was just so like amazing. Like I was just like, wow, like you can really just kind of feel for this character. I do agree with Leo's uh, point of view with, um, with, you know, the, the groups being kind of separate underground and then, you know, the rest of the campers are on top and all this craziness is happening, but it's man. Oh man. I, I think I liked the second one a little bit more, probably solely on Sadie Sink's performance, but I did enjoy the, you know, Stranger Things type group of the first movie. And I do agree with Devin about the kills being way more creative. Like this one, they were kind of just like, you know, <laughs> stabby, stabby. Machete like, to the face. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it sh- cool. Like- <laughs> it was. It was. I, I keep going back and forth. Whatever that was. That was sick. Unreal. That was, that yeah. was sick after that. It was like, I keep going back and forth because I'm like, which one do I like more? And I'm like, I I really don't know because the first one really did blow me away. And it took me two times to really appreciate the second one. But I don't know. It's it's very, very tough. But part two, 1978, it was it like, you know, the the loops, not the loops, but I guess the twist. I was not expecting the twist at all. And we'll get into that here in a little bit when we talk about spoilers. But it kind of threw me for a loop and like that twist itself made it worth, like was like worth it to me. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like now I'm like on board, but for part three, that preview, I'm like, yes, give it to me. The preview is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely my, my, my cup of tea there, but yeah, those are just pretty much uh, my thoughts there. I, I I really did enjoy it. And I've been, I've been trying to get so many people to watch it. One of my friends who hates horror probably more than I do. She won't watch it. I'm like, well, you watch stranger things, right? She's like, yeah. I'm like, well, it's like stranger, it's basically things, stranger things, but with more blood, <laughs> a little bit more stabby, stabby, you know, uh, knife kills like in call of duty. But Did anybody think this post credit was like way better. That first one from the first to the second movie felt like they were just spoiling so much. I'm like, yo, leave this, leave this to the movie, please. Like it showed a Sadie sink getting like stabbed. I'm like, guys, this is way too much. Yeah. I, I agree with that. What what, are, uh, what do you guys think? Yeah, it kind of did. <laughs> they were show showing us. it. Every- yeah, it did. It did. And especially because they were paying homage to Friday the 13th. It's like, you kind of know it's going to go down. Right. Whereas like this, the next, um, for the third one, it wasn't that bad. But also, I kind of—it's not my vibe where they're going in the third one. So, I hope I don't like hate it or I feel underwhelmed because I'm loving the trilogy so far. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I that saw was it not first, the correct <laughs> answer. No, I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, you're totally fine, Devin. Uh, give me your thoughts. Yeah, I'm really excited when I saw the preview. Have you? Got, I don't know if you guys seen the Evil Dead series at all. But it's kind of like Army mm-hmm. of Darkness vibes mm-hmm. where they go back in time and are in like the, the Renaissance times. It's just putting all these characters in a weird time and, and just seeing how they react. Also kind of like the village vibes, I guess. Oh, God. Yeah. Which, which yeah. isn't a great one, but. 
I mean, I like, I mean, like the original story was from R.L. Stein. You know, it is the same director between mm-hmm. part one and part two. And because it was obvious that one was Scream and two was Friday the 13th. So I'm trying to figure out what the inspiration for three is. Uh, the Vivich, probably. The Vivich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Baba Yaga, the beach. Baba Yaga. <laughs> <laughs> Baba Yaga's taking the donuts. Oh, God. oh man. We always seem to go back to Marvel. It's okay. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, even with the um like the I guess the synopsis itself definitely screams for Friday the 13th. I wasn't really a big fan of like Jason movies. Well, especially growing up, but you know, this is shady side, 1978 school's out for the summer and activities at camp Nightwing. That's a very odd name for a camp, by the way. Like anytime someone says Nightwing, I think of Nightwing. Yep. Dick Grayson. (laughs) (laughs) I think of Dick Grayson. (laughs) I, I wonder think, why. I wonder what you guys have been binge watching. I don't know. I, I, I binge watched that a while ago. It was Leo's time. I passed the torch to him and said, yo, if you want to catch up with season three, you, you got to you gotta go through the thing. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. It's not worth it. <laughs> yeah. So it's, you know, it's, it's another shady cider being uh, possessed uh, with the urge to kill. And the fun in the sun becomes a gruesome fight for survival. <laughs> I love, I love the synopsis. It just, it perfectly explains everything that's going on, obviously without giving everything away. But, um, you know, if you didn't watch the previews for part two, but, uh, was there anything else you guys wanted to touch on before we get into our spoiler section? No spoiler time. (laughs) All right, right, ladies and gentlemen, that is your first spoiler warning. We're going to be getting into our spoilers for Fear Street Part 2, 1978. Again, that is your second spoiler warning. So if you haven't seen this movie, turn back, pause the recording, pause the show, and then watch it and then come back. And, you know, (laughs) there you go. I see Leo over there. So <laughs> we're not on camera. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's, 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 it's 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 a different type of interaction. You know, like we're recording the audio, but we get to see each other's beautiful faces. And Leo just left. No. <laughs> and Leo turned his camera off. <laughs> this is a Zoom meeting. He was like, like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I guess we'll get into just the big twist of it all. The thing that I thought that I ruined for Devin. Was the reveal of we thought Sadie Sink was the sister who was who died at camp that day, but it reveals that it was the other sister. So Ziggy is Christine, and then what was yeah. the other sister's name again? I I could have sworn I thought Cindy. Cindy. Yeah, Cindy. I was thinking Karen, but I was like, that's okay. <laughs> the actress's name. <laughs> the actress's name is Emily Rudd. So I really uh, looked it up to see if it, any relation. It's not. Yeah, it's not. You know, no, I, no I relation. looked it up too. I was like, yeah. Emily Rudd. Uh-oh, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah. That, I, I, so I, I thought, so during the beginning of the entire movie, you know, we had the characters from the first movie visiting Christine, who we thought, who I, or at least I thought she was Cindy. See, it's weird. I never even considered that. Like, I, don't I don't know, know why. why. I just went straight to oh, Sadie Sink is the main character. She's she's who we're we're following here. Well, 
Well, like, cause when they all like, she is the main character, but you know, she said, Oh, you know, it's when my sister died at camp and it cuts straight to Sadie sink running in the woods being almost burned, which is crazy. That was quite the intro. That was quite homicidal camp goers. Yeah. So that's why I thought Ziggy was Cindy. I was with you there, to be honest. It's weird. Because now we're <laughs> going <Yeah. back. laughs> It's, it's like, true. everyone's like, wait, what are they talking about right now? It's like, yeah. no, it's, it's like trust me, if, if you watched it, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. But yeah, it's just, I, I really did enjoy just the, I, I like the twist. Like I said, you know, it did pay off for me at the end, but I'm still trying to figure out how Ziggy or Christine how did she survive? Because she was stabbed like seven to eight times. Sorcery. I think she was, she was stabbed once. Because she had to die first in order to like, I mean, does that work with the medical? It's like, I mean, she was she was stabbed like seven to eight times. And then um, the, uh, I think his name was Chris. Well, well, you, you're you are new to horror movies, so you will <laughs> yeah. learn that nobody dies. None of this matters. Nobody no, ever really dies. I think the sister. I think Cindy. Well, Cindy, they dug up in there. Yeah, yeah. She gone. I was like, okay. I'm like, how is Cindy gonna come back from until this? they bring her back? Which and is I'm like, kind oh. of weird because isn't Ziggy the target? So I thought that was a little bit like. Wait, why are they chopping her up? Because well, they the they have the same part, blood, right? They ran past homeboy straight yeah. to the girl so i was kind of like well why did they just lay into cindy but then later on in the continuity they run past people to get to the target well is, is it because they have the same blood that's what all i could think of yeah because cindy's name sense, cindy's name was on the uh tombstone or the the, the wall cindy right or, or ziggy that or was on did there. it say c period berman and then we didn't know which one it was because yeah, they they both are C. Oh, right. So then that's man. how they kept throwing us out. Like, wow, you think you're so slick. They're both C, and then we're never gonna know. <laughs> you named her Ziggy, and then like, oh, okay. Like, thanks so much for that twist. But yeah, it was. Yeah, I think it was said C Berman on there. Oh, okay, so yeah. C, then Cindy would have tech potentially been the target. Then. Exactly. So Cindy well, was the target. Or is it because they laid Christine. into her, y'all? I mean, I think Ziggy might have got two or three little jibby jabs. I mean, homeboy with the axe was just over and over. <laughs> I was like, whoa! There was one. There was one shot with the axe. Now that he brought it up, it reminded me of The Shining because they kept like it was like pulling back, and then the camera would move with the pullback, and then they would hit like the the door. That was really cool that they did a callback to that. Yeah, the Shining was like my favorite. So the axe was brought up. Yeah, that was great. And even just like the engraving of the, like when he pulled the axe up and it was just like mm-hmm. that little slit, like from the shiny. Yeah, it was sick. Really it was well so done. cool. Yeah. That, so that uh, was- what do we think about child murder? <laughs> off screen children murder. I thought it was. It's weird. Yes, Leo. Yeah, I'm happy they did it off screen. Because when that little boy with the glasses was in the was in the little prison area, I was like, "Oh my god!" If they show him, y'all, I might have to turn it off. (laughs) But luckily, it was like a cutaway, so I think that that was, I think that was a good move on their part. Because I, if they were gonna do it, that is the best way to do it. But I wonder if there's just a way to just kill off more dumb older teenagers than children. 
I mean, they, I mean, they they went through all the camp counselors <laughs> as they should. Like, yeah. the first time as they should. <laughs> I was like, oh, they're just picking them off one by one. But it's like, no, like the kids are also in danger. You know, they're playing this capture the flag game in uh, Camp Nightwing. Sorry, literally just throws me off every time. And it's it's sunny, it's shady side in Sunny Vale. I kept getting yeah. them mixed around. I was like, wait, because they both start with that. So I'm like, RL sign, what are you doing? You're really messing with my brain right now. But so Shady Side sounds like the worst town to live in ever. Like, yeah, it does. You're cursed, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So they were they were the blue team during Capture the Flag, or and then it was, or what did they call it? It wasn't Capture the Flag, but it was uh yeah, it was Capture, Capture the, flag. the Flag. Oh, it was Capture, Capture the flag. flag. Okay. I thought they called it something else. It was a color name. It was oh, color wars. Like, yes, color wars. Color wars. wars. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you couldn't it. just capture the flag. Just you couldn't add. But it. I think it, I think it, like color wars is the overarching war, and then capture the flag is a game within the war. Oh, oh see, Devin's always thinking outside the box. So smart. I would not <laughs> I've never even been to a camp, but that's just what I gathered. <laughs> I've been to a camp, but it was like ten minutes away from my house. It was a day camp. I've never been. Well, oh, no, that's same. a lie. Boy Scouts. I went away camp man to talk for a week and yeah. So (laughs) it was, I mean, it was kind of pretty much, you know, it was boy scout stuff. So it's like essentially the same crap that they did at this camp. I'm assuming, but I wanted to ask you guys, what, what did you think about the, uh, the site characters besides Cindy and Christy, uh, Christine, the two main between all the other, I guess, kid campers. Cause I, I thought they were, I felt like the kid campers were kind of just there. Like, yeah, for me, I think the side characters in, in this one were a bit of a downgrade from the first one. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. The overall yeah. acting and just caring about those characters. And see, that's why I like the first one more because I thought in the first one they were going to actually not kill off any of those characters. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, each of them individually is so well done. I yeah. don't think they're going to kill off any of the characters. And then we definitely learned by the end. <laughs> they were not fucking around with that. But I, yeah, I the, the side characters. What was all? What's her name with the short hair? Um, Kate? I forgot her name. I forgot her Alice. Name. Alice. Yeah, Alice. Alice. Yep, yep. <laughs> 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 Aaron Kate. It's all the same names, man. Oh god, who the heck knows? But no. yeah, you know, I I didn't expect her to be there at, like at the end. I didn't know she was going to be that important. She was smoking she's, up and doing stuff, man. I mean, gets, she was just ready for the drugs, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Give me the <laughs> She got Give me the drugs. <laughs> but I she, will say with like the first movie, it felt more of like a group effort. Where yeah. this one was like there were two specific people that we mm-hmm. were like focusing on. So that's the big difference. But I like I like that kind of. It was more of like you grew with the characters and like the side mm. characters weren't that important. It was more of like, let's focus on these leads. And yeah. And to be fair, like overall people. in, in the Friday the 13th movie, that's just how the side characters are. They're just yeah. dumb kids. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> versus Scream, where you have Gail and you have all, all the, yeah. Scream is, is more focused on all the yeah. other characters. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's good that they're paying homage, even in the writing of the characters. I thought that's, it's really cool how they're doing that moving forward. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, especially for part two. It's like, you know, all the all the characters are kind of there during the beginning and then they kind of veer off and come back together in some type of way. But um, yeah, we find out that uh, Christine's, uh, not Chris, sorry, Cindy's boyfriend was a uh, baghead. 
or yeah yeah we, we kind of i could have told you that for a while ago oh my god it's him it, but, do, it does make him a lot scarier when he's got the bag on yeah and i'm like i'm surprised you can actually see out of that oh, thing potato but, sack <laughs> yeah, I, I think I do think he's a better killer than Skull Guy from the first one. Or just oh, like the, des- the design is he was definitely relentless. better. He started charging towards the end. I was like, oh, there, there's the running. There's the <laughs> he was bugging it in part one. I swear. Well, I yeah. Like, wow. See, this is the Jason Voorhees, and then the first one was the killer from Scream. Like they yes. had their little respective references, and it worked out. I mean, yeah, this dude when he had the potato sack on his head, I was like, dude. He's a little faster than Jason. Me, my man. Holy crap. Like, he was definitely <laughs> scary in the first one. I wonder how scary they're going to get with this next one because I feel like, oh, what's her name? Karen? What What was that lady's Sarah, name? Sarah, 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 Sarah Fear. Fear. Sarah Fear. I feel like she's the. <laughs> I feel like she is like the the main baddie of the next one. So it's kind of like, oh, is this the scariest we get? Yeah, we're going back to witch times. Yeah. And, and it wasn't me. It was that lady. I thought that lady that was in the first one was Sarah Fear. I guess not. I was wrong. Well, I do like how they, how they like kind of incorporate all these small characters from the first one that we didn't know were even like relevant, and they just yeah. bring them into this one, like the yeah. two that good boy? brothers. Wait, which the one? Good, the good brothers, the mayor, and the oh, yeah, police yeah, yeah. chief. Well, like, they were in thinking? the first one, and then we just kind of brush it off. But then they bring them back, and it all kind of comes for us full circle. Yeah, and. <sighs> They did, man. He did Ziggy Dirty. Like yeah, they were, they were getting all you know, like intimate and whatnot. Like, ooh, like I like it. <laughs> <laughs> You're so weird. You 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 read Stephen King? Yeah, I'm weird too. I read Stephen King. He was like, so I don't together. read Stephen King anymore. It was uh, Ruby Rose, or whatever it was, the book club. They wanted to start together. I was like, oh, how, is you, he, how is he going to do ahead. her like that? Like, oh, you just. Like, oh, yeah, like, I'm, I'm different. Like, I really like you. And then towards the end, we're like, oh, my gosh, what happened? She's covered in blood. Shh, shady siders, man. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, bye. <laughs> it was it's all like, some wow. jerk stuff towards the end, not yeah. believing her stuff. Like, come on, man. I mean, it's a cop for you. It's like, no, I just stabbed <laughs> myself. <laughs> <laughs> I just tripped. Oh, uh, sorry, yeah. officer. What was Cindy's boyfriend's name? Like, yeah, he kind of just went crazy. It's like, I mean, yeah, he did, but like, there was Tommy like, Slater, the most eighties name ever. Slater. Tommy Slater. Tommy Slater. 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 Yeah. Nobody was- got the reference. Hell yeah. Hey, you're not bad, Leo. You're good. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> oh, Man, my God. I- I'm like, geez, I might as well be fucking 30, 30 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Relax. Oh, man. But um, yeah, I wanted to uh, pass over to Leo, give him a chance to, you know, if there's anything you wanted, any points about the movie or anything you thought were interesting and he likes this, like you have, and we'll kind of go around the uh, the old show. So I thought it was pretty interesting to bring back the killers that they referenced in the first one, like when they were all getting chased. And I was like, oh, there's the bat dude. There's a couple others that we the recognized. Kid. Yeah, the kid with the bat. And then there's a few others that we recognize. I thought that was like a nice detail to reference the first one. I like it, it's so weird because I'm like, dude, not used to this at all. I like the stepping backwards. 
because it just reveals more of the story that we already know. And I think that that works in this context, especially with like a horror trilogy that's just back to back, week to week. I think it's very well executed. Um, overall, though, I, I do still like that first one just a pinch more, just a pinch more. Because whenever I'm reaching for my horror movies, I'm going for Scream over Friday the 13th, which might be a hot take, but that's just me. Mm. Um, and yeah, pretty good. Pretty good little movie. It was fun. I think I'll probably go back and watch it before I watch part three. But I think mm. that part three is going to round out this trilogy really well. Very mm. well might be my favorite since the that's, witch is like. And that's what I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited for 1666. So yeah, like soon as I'm like, okay, yes, let's. Like I, I love the whole. I guess you can call it like a period piece, or just like you know the, the old timey stuff. But yeah, It'll it's be more good. entertaining than Little Women, that's for sure. Okay, Ooh, wow, boy. shots fired. Can we not? <laughs> like, Someone got astray. We gotta edit that out, Christian. <laughs> All right, Leo, that's strike one. Sorry, that's strike one, Leo. Don't worry. <laughs> no. It's already strike three for me. What's wrong with you? You get strike one. Come on. Up that shit. I, mean, I, like that tri- shit. I love strike Little Women. Little Women 2019 is phenomenal. And I'll just Yes, it is. Period. <laughs> Boom. Literally but but, mid, but Midsummer better. <laughs> yes, Midsummer is fantastic. Yes. Better than Hereditary. We'll uh oh. I think they're equal. Hereditary didn't. That is not what you said it. last week, Devin. No. <laughs> I said I said I like both. <laughs> Hereditary had Tony Collette. So Yeah, she's a knockout, but like that third act, oof. Just both of them in the third act are oof. I both mean Ari Aster's an interesting person. He <laughs> really second, his second act be like killing it when, when the yes. movie turns on itself. Yeah. The, the pole in the first one and then the set and then it's yeah. midsummer, the people yeah. not the click. That stuff is genius. And then we get to this third act where it's kind of like, where are you going? The bear suit. (laughs) I think for Midsummer, he wanted to have like white, like like the aspect ratio. He wanted like the white bars on the top and bottom. So like, and I was like, I don't know. You're going to be blind a lot of people in these theaters. (laughs) Getting a little like the more mature film though. Yes. Yeah, yeah for sure. Absolutely. Uh, well, uh, let me uh, pass this over to Amanda. Give us uh, any other lingering thoughts that you had. Yeah. Um, I, again, like I'm like Leo said, it's so weird because I gravitate towards scream more than Friday the 13th. Um, and I think that for me, this second installment, the pacing was just better for me than the first one. I feel like the first one in the middle kind of dragged and like it, there were like, you could say there were multiple endings in the first one where I thought it was mm. going to end and then it didn't. And that's kind of where it fell flat for me. Um, I'm not saying the kills weren't great in the first one. It's just the fact that like there were moments where I'm like, Oh, it's going to end. And then bam, they moved to another location and then, Oh, it's going to, and then it moves again. But with this second one, I just, I loved everything about it. The aesthetic, the music choices, the production design, all of that, just going back into um, the late seventies. I thought it was really well done, but it's also great because we get another layer added to a story that 
we were looking forward to in the first one. And it's, you get more clues and it adds up and there's a connectivity to the grand scale of it, of what's like Sarah fear is doing to everyone uh, that she possesses. So we're just getting deeper and deeper. And like, this is a typical sequel. It's a typical second installment. And I think it really did the job extremely well, but yeah, this one edges the first one for me. I am excited about the third one. I think Netflix has a fantastic concept on their hands. The rollout of this trilogy is brilliant and we don't have to wait that long for it. And that's what I love about it. And everyone's hyped for the next one. Um, so I hope that they continue making horror films in this way and releasing it in this way, this kind of rollout, because I, I think that if you do it with other films and other genres, it might not work as effectively. Um, there may not be that cliffhanger, that hook. So I, I really love that they're doing it with the horror genre and they're paying homage to such great classics. So I'm vibing and I love this trilogy already. Okay. All right. All right. Devin, let's pass it over yeah. to you. I'm glad you brought up the music because carry on my wayward son just, just slaps yeah. every time. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, I have to agree. I have to agree with what you said about Netflix. I mean, not only to do this kind of like trilogy weekly release, which I think is also genius, but doing it backwards, like they really yeah. went for it here and it's, true. it's definitely paying off so far. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I wanted to ask you guys really quick about the, um, so the mythological part of everything with Sarah fear and like the hand and the body being reunited, I, I, I guess I wanted to really comment on like how, you know, where camp was, it's like now like a mall type area. I really like the whole layout of where like, oh, well, you know, this is where Sarah fear died. And, oh, you know, apparently her hair, her hand was supposed to be buried underneath the tree, but it was like underneath that like red moss area, which was kind of strange. Cause it's like, so like where, I guess my question is like, where, technically is seraphir because you know she she made a deal with the devil to you know give up her hand to like live forever so was that like that gunk that we saw like at, like in the bottom of camp like underground camp was that was that her was that kind of just like a embodiment spirit type thing i don't know you guys know what i mean it's very strange um, my theory is that she lives through whoever touches her or whatever, mm-hmm. like you know, when they get the visions or whatever. I'm I, my theory mm. is that she lives within them, and she's okay. probably trying to either take their body or something like that. Because I think when the girl, like, we're in spoilers, so <laughs> I think yeah. when the young lady from the first one goes back into the past, that's what made me think that because it's like, okay, she's the complete embodiment of of Seraphir, at least how it looks. So mm. I think anybody that has the mark or the brand or whatever it is, touches or grave, whatever she ends up like living in them a little bit. Okay. Do you guys think that Sarah fear is like related to like the, I guess the main character overall of this trilogy or cause at first, like when the first movie came out, I thought Sarah fear was related to Sarah um, the girl who's now currently possessed. That's technically Sarah fear within her. Yeah. So I was like, well, maybe, maybe so. I'm not entirely sure. Maybe she's not related to anyone. I thought it would be kind of like, we'll hey, find out now, won't we? I guess. <laughs> but um, I guess one really uh, wanted to go around the, uh, the pod here really quick. Do you guys have any 
I guess not well expectations or any kind of predictions for part three. I guess we'll start with Amanda. Oh man. Um, that little snippet was really interesting because there were characters that were in the first one. I, at least I think that's what it was. Yeah. I just saw like a quick glimpse. So it's going to be really interesting how they're going to tie everything together. Maybe they'll kind of blend the characters together. If that makes sense, like their past and present selves and, and see how that goes. But to, I'm just excited to see who Sarah fear is and, and what actually happened to her. Obviously it's in the 1600s. So like there's some wild stuff that happened in the 1600s, apparently with all this witchcraft, um, there was a joke that freaking Catherine Hahn was going to make an opinion. Yes. So uh, I highly doubt that'll happen. Agatha's not going to be in here, but uh, I think it's going to be something really cool. And we're going to see a lot of witchcraft, which I'm excited for. Mephisto will be there. Make Lord. no mistake about it. <laughs> my man, my man. He is the person in Loki's castle. Mephisto. Stop it. <laughs> it ain't happening. Or, or, excuse me, or excuse me. Hydra cat. It might be Hydra cat. Hydra cat. Hydra cat. All right. Um, I have a rogue theory to throw out here. All right. Let's hear it. I think the third installment will end with the witch traveling back to the late 90s, early 2000s. And she's in the woods. It's very scary and dark. And then it goes to a title card. The Blair Witch. (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness imagine holy shit i would actually get so mad it's all an elaborate blair witch sequel <laughs> or a prequel <laughs> that movie was bad i Which did one? not see it this the is what happens so you one. don't watch actually, you, know what? Like, you don't get disappointed was okay see the the problem with the first blair witch is that we weren't there during the entire marketing yeah so it would have been a lot more hype yeah exactly so i like i watched it last halloween for the first time and i'm like this is what you guys are going crazy <laughs> but, well uh, i yeah. think the first blair witch lends to what type of movie it is totally found footage camcorder out yeah. in the woods you know it's kind of just like small scale so mm-hmm. i kind of like the psychological breakdown of it being the the witch if you will the witch 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 the Oh my gosh. Uh, Leo, any last uh, predictions and or, you know, just overall thoughts? Mm, now you got me thinking, is Sarah Witch a Berman? <laughs> like, it would be kind of cool, I guess, if she was like an ancestor. But at the same time, I do kind of want her to be her own character. Yeah, we don't need the Star Wars family trope. Right, oh, right. We don't need the Skywalkers <laughs> making an appearance here. Yeah. But uh, you're Palpatine. <laughs> Yeah, no, no big predictions. Just close it out well, Netflix. Don't don't be make this the worst part, and then we're just left like, well, dang, part one and two was great, and three kind of dropped the ball. Like, let's close this out well. Yeah, and hopefully they just solve the whole mystery of Seraphir and they can put her to rest. And because it seemed like messing with the bones wasn't the best idea. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like they, they, I mean, they found the bones in the first one. They found the hand in the, the second hand one. In the second one. So you would think it's just, <laughs> oh, you know, the curse has been lifted, and it's like, I mean, that's what it. That's what the the rhyme or whatever the the <laughs> the poem says. <laughs> I guess next one they're gonna be like, "Bow, got your nose." <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what's gonna happen? It's like, "Gotcha." <laughs> Part four. <laughs> Part four. Do oh my god! You know what, guys? The director. They might cut. just do that shit. Do you think? You think they will? Maybe. Or keep, they're, keep it they're going. They're going to plant a seed, at least. Plant yeah, seed. like something else is going to happen. <laughs> well, I mean, you guys all watch horror films. Like wh- when it comes to the end of you know destroying the big bad, is it really ever over? Nope. Michael Myers yeah, is Michael still Myers, breathing. Yeah, he's Michael still breathing. Yeah, I'm a boy. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I really got to figure out what you guys like about these horror movies. They're so much fun. (laughs) The thing with this, the thing about horror movies is that we know all the tropes. And when we watch them, we're like, oh, this is cool. And how they incorporated this and they did it this way by adding their own spin on it. It's like we know. And now it's like it's not as scary, I think, because we know. Yeah, when you're an adult, you realize these aren't real. Yeah, and it changes the entire (laughs) perception of it. It's true, because I was terrified. I wasn't allowed to watch horror movies as a kid at all. Like, I had to stay away from them, and my first movie was Scream, and I'm just so happy that I watched it when I did, so... Yeah, for me it was more of I just never liked Halloween. I remember when Halloween. when Sinister first came out, all of our friends were going. We tried to get Christian to go, and he just like dipped at the last second. He's like, "Nope, <laughs> not not doing it." Sinister was scary. Though. Sinister was like, really oh, good. Christian, <laughs> <laughs> the goal, man. I, had, man. Yeah. I did not sleep after that movie. It was insane. But then the sequel, oh uh, boy. Yeah. Well, how, I'm like, how you gonna end the first one like that with the daughter killing that bay off? And then we're going to go to the sequel where people, well, they, we make our escape, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I have not had the best luck with horror like at all. I don't know what it is, but it's like there's a lot of like horror thriller movies I'll watch. Like I love The Quiet Place. Uh, Ready or Not was was really, really nice. So I love, yeah, love Midsummer. Um, I mean, sat through the conjuring we're, we're in a bit of a renaissance right now so it's a good time yeah. to, yes, to get in a good time well revival <sighs> going on here Man, yeah it's evil clowns for me dog no 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 i will not no 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 Mm-mm. i'm terrified okay so fun funny story when i went to go watch it chapter one i'm literally terrified of clowns so i went to bed and there, like i have a bathroom like in my room <laughs> So when I went to turn over to the door, I saw like, I was like, like sleeping, but I was like half dreaming, half awake. So I just saw like Pennywise and his hands coming around the corner and like his eyes, like, you know how like, Mm -hmm. oh my God. And his mouth, I was freaking the Mm -hmm. F out. I had to literally turn every light on that night. And that was the night I came home after watching it. So no, and he was scary. Did your damn job, Bush. Uh, no, I, I, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll probably cover Halloween kills. I think that's what it's called. Yes. yes. That trailer. Dead. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, it looks so good. <laughs> I'm dude. so happy. He so hates, good. he Finally hates firemen. People are fighting back. 
Like, yeah. it's about time, man. Like, y'all gonna let this dude trample down y'all's town for 20, 30 years and not do nothing? He's, he can't die. <laughs> well, and, and it's kind of weird what they might be doing with this one. Like, they might explain what the heck is going on with Michael. I hope so. So we finally know after X amount of years. <laughs> don't. Like, I like oh, being left I, in I, the I, dark. <laughs> don't tell us. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> was there any other uh, closing thoughts anyone wanted to uh, touch on before we give our scores for Fear Street Part 2, 1978? No? <laughs> All right. So let's go around the uh, show here. Amanda, what would you give Fear Street Part 2, 1978? Um, I'd give it like a B. Plus, so okay. I'm sitting at like a 75%, 80% kind of, if we're doing number letters. Yeah, conversion. <laughs> five, yeah, that type <laughs> of thing. I would do it around there for me anyway. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Leo, what about you? Um, I'm sitting at like a seven, seven and a half, solid C. Mm. I think it was good. Very entertaining. Looking forward to the four fourth part wow looking forward to the third <laughs> part how's you thinking so optimistic <laughs> keep it going keep it going <laughs> <laughs> all right Devin what about you yeah I'm around the the, the 70s like 74-ish range okay okay you guys I wanted to go 78 just to match the movie but I was actually going to give it a 78 because I, I I like it that's like what like a b minus Solid C, C yeah. plus. C plus. C plus. C plus. C plus. Oh, did I just not even give the percentage right? <laughs> no, you no, I, gave it a 75. I don't know like, how they do it C. in Canada, oh, but no, I'm bad. kidding. <laughs> Sorry, the metric system just messing my head. It's messing <laughs> everything up. <laughs> no, it's it's all good. Yeah, I, I would give it, yeah, like a 78. I, I think that's, yeah, like a C plus, B minus in there somewhere. I think I gave it like four out of five stars on Letterbox. It's really hard to like match your score to Letterbox. So I think I told Devin this, I think it was like last time we uh, recorded. I was like, well, because I, oh, I gave fast nine. <laughs> I gave it one stars out of one star out of five. <laughs> I gave it. That is too generous. <laughs> Leo's <laughs> Leo's like, I'm, but family, come on, family. But it didn't oh, I like messed around and gave it two stars. So I it, it didn't mess. It didn't like match like what I gave it here on the show. And I was like, well, is it is it important to kind of like make sure everything lines up, or should letterbox scores be different? Because it's like everything's so all over the place. And how do you equate like I don't know three and a half stars? Like, how would you equate that? Would it be like a B, a B minus, a B plus? Well, the math would just be a, a seven. <laughs> <laughs> so make it even more complicated. <laughs> it's so With I don't know. I have no idea. I, I couldn't tell you. I, I have no clue either. But yeah. anyway, that. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, I gave my score. Sorry. Anyway, that concludes our review of Fear Street Part 2, 19. 78 wanted to thank you guys so much for coming on and talking shop about this movie and when part three comes out you know invitation is always open for you guys to come back on to round out this trilogy i'm very very excited for 1666 
Um, again, Devin kind of like mentioned this a few weeks ago and I was like, "Ah, I don't know. I'm not sure, but I ended up watching it on my own. And I was like, Oh my God, we have to like, we have to talk about this. Like it's really, really good. And like I said, I've been trying to get as many people to watch it that and black widow. If people haven't seen it already, go watch it in theaters. If you don't want to watch it in theaters, spend 30 bucks, watch it at home. But I wanted to take this chance to go around the show here, uh, starting with Leo. Let everyone know what's coming up on your channel and where they can find you. Yeah, so you can find me at Geekly Goods on YouTube, y'all. And also you can come on over to TikTok and Instagram at Leo.Rydell and then Twitter at Leo Rydell. And on Twitter, I like to talk food. So yeah, let's talk some food. Uh, but coming up on Geekly Goods, we've got a lot this week. Space Jam 2, Gunpowder Milkshake, talking about Loki and that finale. Oh, so much coming up, guys. I mean, it, there's a lot. So come on over to the channel, join the conversation, y'all, and we'll see you there. All right, Amanda. Well, thank you for having me. This is so much fun. Love talking about horror movies all the time. Christian, you need to get into it more because I uh. love them. Love them. <laughs> you guys can always find me over at AMX NDA Reviews on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. You can check out my YouTube, Candid Cinema, and my website, CandidXCinema.com. I have some Loki coverage dropping soon, and my Black Widow review is up right now. Ooh! All right, Devin. Tell the people where they can find you. That's your job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, and of course, you can follow us over at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X over at Twitter and Instagram. Um, trying to get a little bit better by using Twitter, but it's it's so hard to run like two accounts so you can follow me over at musiccitynerd.com i definitely push all of our film optics uh, content through my main account and if you haven't already go check out our black widow review that we did a few days ago that was a lot of fun and leo joined us on that one as well i had to think about that for a second I'm like wait yeah yes he was there <laughs> Oh shit. It's, it's, it's been, I'm sorry. It's been such a long weekend. I mean, especially for you guys. So it's yeah, definitely. But yeah, definitely check out our Black Widow review. Um coming up here on the show. We have our Loki episode. Our yeah, episode six of finale coming up. Yes. Um, no word on Space Jam as of yet, because Devin will be moving next week. So um let's have to figure it out. I mean it is what it is. And of course, we will be covering part three of Fear Street titled 1666 uh, when that drops. Uh, when, this. when we get in those screeners. I don't know. Do you got <laughs> Netflix? Where you at? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And maybe Gunpowder Milkshake. It, it really just depends on. Yeah. We're just waiting on those, those inboxes. But uh, that's pretty much everything coming up as of right now. Um, like I said, Space Jam. TBA, but you do have Loki, um, you know, looking forward to that this coming up Wednesday and of course, part three of Fear Street. So that pretty much wraps up the show. Thank you again so much, guys, for coming on and we'll see you guys in the next one. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, we greatly appreciate it. If you can leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Twitter at Film Optics, that is Optics with an X, to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian, and we'll see you guys in the next one.